Three, two, one, go. Welcome everyone to Jiminy You'll Have Problems. Today we're talking about terrible enterprise inward facing UIs, right? So these are like internal tools that you probably use at your job and they look terrible and they're terrible to use. And it's a huge problem in my opinion. I first came across this when Alex Cohen on Twitter put out this thread about, you know, everything from Discord to SAP Concur. I've used Concur. It's it's not fun. Um, one nice other example is JustWorks. JustWorks is so smooth and it's like an HR tool. And I was like shocked because every HR tool I've ever used has been like either an internal tool that one person knows how to fix and is always going down or like this horrible old thing by like, I don't know, some team like company like Oracle, you know, it's just bad. Mm-hmm. It's bad because it doesn't have revenue impact. It gets way less, you know, focused than it should. But I think it's so short sighted because we're paying people good money to waste time, you know, troubleshooting some stupid form instead of investing in it. It's a big opportunity cost. All right. I'm going to get off my soapbox now. I'm, I'm upset about it. Uh, Neil, what do you think about this problem? What are you thinking? Well, I, I think it's not just internal tools. Um, I think you've had, you know, as a as a software engineer, uh, you have worked at software companies, um, whereas I have yeah. worked at other companies. And just these inward tools are just always awful. Um, I think at all the companies, and there it's, I'm guessing these are just hugely expensive softwares that are just yes. horrible to use, um, but there's just no one making a better solution. Like, for example, to be very, very niche here, my father's a wedding DJ. He works with this software called DJ Event Planner. I, as a tech-savvy person, have tried, I don't know, five to ten times to set up the software and cannot do it. And... I know the guy who makes the software. He's a great guy, and but he made it in the early 2000s, and he, he hasn't really had an incentive to change it. And some mm-hmm. of the biggest DJ companies in the country use it. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's just crazy. <laughs> yeah, and I think it's crazy. What's wild to me is that Eventbrite, which is just for random people to set up events, is so freaking smooth. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah. that's not a huge niche. Uh, How does Eventbrite exist when TD Ameritrade has a horrible interface, you know, mm-hmm. or Salesforce is disgusting to use. I've heard. Yeah. No, I, I, it's just so crazy how as a consumer, I, you know, I use something, you know, it doesn't, whether it's Google docs or Instagram or, or whatever, and it's always just super smooth, intuitive. And then I go and it's, you know, whatever validation software I had. And it's just the worst. And, and that was just always very, very frustrating. Yeah, this dichotomy between consumer software and enterprise software is insane to me. And even the pricing, like you said, like Google Sheets is quote unquote free, right? Mm-hmm. You're the product at the end of the day, but yep. let's be real. If they put a price tag on it, it'd be like five bucks a month or something crazy mm-hmm. low like that. And then you look at like, I don't know. I really love Redash. That's an internal tool for displaying data, but something uh, I'm trying to think of another 
I don't like Google Analytics is is terrible compared to Google Sheets. One is consumer and one is enterprise. Mm-hmm. It's mind blowing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same company. So yeah, I think I struggle. I think it's maybe what I'd love to look into is monopolies. Right? Do these companies have monopolies? And is that why it's so bad? You know, I guess in terms of consumer grade spreadsheet software, there's numbers, there's Excel, there's mm-hmm. sheets, there's a little bit of competition. Maybe there's not really a ton of competition for, I don't know, uh, Google like analytics. Google analytics is, is a monopoly, you know? Well, I mean, so, so I think, is it the monopoly? I have some thoughts. So yeah, I, I worked at a medical device manufacturing company and I know there it was a huge pain because everything needed to be regulated by the FDA, even the software we were using. So yep. really that was a forced monopoly where there was this, I'm not sure how forced it was, but there was one software that had gone through the validation process and was okayed by the FDA. Um, so it, it was pretty much everyone from the biggest companies down to the smallest would use that. And, and they just sort of scale it to fit their needs where it was clear that it was set up for, I was at a big company, but it was set up for bigger companies where there were multiple validation engineers working on the project. So it would be weird where it'd be, you know, I'd route things for approval and it'd go like to the same person twice in a row because it was, you know, oh, it's it needs to go to the quality technician and then the quality engineer. Well, for us, that's the same person or something like that. Um, so I know that yeah. was that was a, a you know a, a unique case. And then I think sometimes it's just like the switching cost, right? Where it's like, yeah, it might be. A pain for you if you were to switch from Google Docs to, uh, you know, the Office Suite, um, but you could do it, right? Yeah. And it'd be a matter of you know, like one to ten hours probably to port everything over. Whereas, can you imagine if you know J.P. Morgan switched softwares? Right, how many hours of work would be wasted in that port over? I actually helped a large enterprise company attempt to switch internal softwares, and after two and a half years, they ended up scrapping the project because oh. it was so hard to migrate. Dear, um, yeah. and they were using an Oracle software. Yeah, and they just went back to that. I think. Yeah, and it's like, it, you know, and, and this is. Like a, a change lever, just a, I think pretty much all levers that have to do with change, it's always a push and a pull, right? And we may have, I mean, in some ways, there's just not that much of a pull. There's not that many companies making these softwares, right? So, you know, so there's there may be a little bit of a pull and there may be some push but there's just a ton of resistance. Maybe it's push-pull resistance. Yeah. As I'm thinking about this, I think there's three kind of levers. I think there's the size of the ship you're trying to turn around, right? The larger the company, the more this migration is going to 
take. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's kind of this push-pull you're talking about is the, the size of the ship. Mm-hmm. And maybe the type of the ship, you know, is the company forward-thinking, Do the, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, I think Monopoly, like the type of market here, are there multiple companies offering this? What are the barriers to entry? Mm-hmm. And then I think finally is it's like the revenue impact. And this, I think, it's hard to see because money is intangible. We have this as one of our problems. I wonder if, you know, like it'd be interesting to see how much money is wasted wrangling internal tools that aren't great. Because, like, for example, I worked at a place and our internal tool was horrific. It would take... We, uh, another engineer and I reduced the time from the main page to load from like 10 seconds down to two seconds. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, every time someone's doing something, it's saving eight to 10, like mm-hmm. that adds up Yeah, a lot. And, and so I think it's hard to see that though. And it's hard to see it in advance. We get so used to these tools that it's hard to see that they're super slow. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to solve that. Maybe this is a consulting type of thing. Maybe you need to have someone from the outside come in and review processes. Yeah. No, I, I'm, I'm just not sure. I think the resistance is just so large when we have these massive companies. So maybe maybe there's, you know, someone needs to come up with a, a tool that's the WD-40. That, you know, it's this other tool and you can sort of spray it and it loosens things up and allows things to slide more easily. I kind of think our process is this, to be honest. I think Switch by um, Dan and Chip Heath talk about change management in a really thoughtful way. But I think this is kind of a problem of uh, if you have a really bad enterprise UI, that means to me you aren't collecting feedback from the bottom of your organization up. Mm. So you're Mm -hmm. not collecting ideas. or You're not generating them or capturing them. You're not evaluating them and trying to figure out what the opportunity is. And then you're not, you have no way of executing, right? Because really, I think all those steps are broken if you have an, a bad enterprise UI. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, one dissenting opinion I would love your thoughts on are maybe it's okay that these enterprise UIs suck. Maybe this is a thoughtful calculation that it doesn't have a revenue impact and thus it doesn't matter. Do you think there's any validity to that at any point in time? I mean, I think there like I think this should get to like an 80 to 90% solution. Like I I think it's a waste of if it's an internal tool, it's a waste of time and effort. I think it's you know bad planning like setting yourself up for disruption if you are, you know, SAP or Oracle or Google. And these B two B softwares, if you're if you're not taking them seriously, and you're like, well, they're they're stuck in, they're locked in. I think that's not how business should be run. Um, yeah, well, and I think when it makes it like JustWorks is, JustWorks feels so smooth and clean. Like I did all of my payroll stuff, everything in there, and it was amazing. Mm-hmm. I've never had an experience like that, you know? Yeah. No, I mean, you're just sitting for and waiting for disruption. Yeah. All right. Neil, how uh, 
How bad is this UI? Yeah, I think this is like the um, like a, a Windows mm, what Vista? Vista was before seven. Yeah, I think so. Um, where it's like functional, um, although Vista people didn't like, right? I don't know. Um, or maybe an XP where it's like pretty solid but not new. Um, yeah. What about I think you? This is one of our first terms when we were still Gordium, which is uh, we'll get into that another time, probably in the yearly review. We had this term "not or not now," so it was a problem that wasn't meant to be solved by us. Mm-hmm. I think this is one of those. I, I think this is an organization by organization problem. And now that said, there is a consulting angle that I find interesting. Yeah, I could see someone with the niche of we consult with you to make your internal processes smooth and clean and modern. Oh, I I love that. I remember when we were. Uh, in Colorado, I was working at a company and they were just starting to want to get into a uh, like inventory management software. And it was like tens of thousands of dollars for the cheapest available one. And they were a company that had like three full-time employees. So just not viable for them. And it's like, you know, I feel like that's, just utilizing off-the-shelf tools and building some scripts in like a an Excel, you could yeah. do that pretty well. And I think that'd be a pretty interesting like niche to slide into. This got better for me. That's much better. Okay, so this is not a product but a service. That's the that's the gist. Yeah. No, I I think it'd be um, interesting to go into these small to medium sized company and figure out like, let's make a, a cheap or or like a cheap, better version for you. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. I think what I'd love to hear is I want to hear people's horror stories with internal UIs Mm -hmm. and, and just really bad tools. And I would love to hear bright spots about how organizations created change. Mm hmm. Because I think those two are very interesting, and, and especially in light of this idea of a service. Mm-hmm. So thank you so much for joining us, folks. Um, our contact info is in the show notes, so you can hit us with your horror stories and your bright spots there. Thank you so much.